What is Peace Brain? Peace Brain is the synergistic connection between our mental and emotional bodies, blending the electrical power of the mind with the magnetic force of the heart. Listen and explore how to create unity worldwide as we blend science and metaphysics and open our hearts and minds to the possibilities of peace on earth and create the life we are each destined for. Featured guests range from angel communicators to zoologists and everything in between. Now here is your host, Dr. Gail Lash. Hello and welcome. This is your host, Dr. Gail Lash, and this is the Peace Brain Show. Um, I have lots to talk to you about our new life in Belize today, <laughs> and about animals and how it is to live with the animals in the wild, basically. We live near a farm. But first I want to say this is next week, next time, I'm going to have my guest Pam Rennie on, and we'll talk about how to manifest group agreements, how to be in agreements with the animals, how to make your place a sanctuary, how to create that life that you want to live, and be in agreement with all the different beings around you, whether they be humans or, or, or uh, wild animals in your yard or uh, colleagues at work, etc. And we're going to be talking about lots of wonderful things of really in this time of COVID-19, of people being sequestered in their house or stay at home uh, with limited actions that we're able to take in the workplace, etc. And learning new things like Zoom and being together while we're still separate, that this is a great time for new beginnings. It's a great time for really finding out who you are and what you want to be and where your life wants to turn to, and not only individually, but as a society. So today, I want to just talk to you personally, myself, without a guest. And like I said, next time, we will have Pam Rennie on, and we'll be doing some energy tools, some work into how to manifest that that you do want. So stay tuned for that in another, another Peace Brain show to come in the very near future. So today is May 13th, 2020, and most of us around the world are dealing with this pandemic. Uh, we're all dealing with the pandemic, but I, I just want to say, send out sympathies and condolences and much love and light for all of you, those of you that are being affected by this, this virus and who may have lost loved ones through this virus. So. Um, I send you love and light and understand that this is a hard time for many, many people on the planet. Uh, and even if you haven't ha been affected your body or your friends or family, you know, physically with this COVID, obviously all of society is being affected through the economics and through the work workplace and the way we're doing business these days. So I know that's been very hard on many people. And again, I send my love and light to you. So in this time, it is a time of change. It is a time of new beginnings as well. I've been amazed in the fact that even though uh, here in Belize, and we'll talk about that in just a minute, 
that people are are ordered to stay home. Uh, we're in our houses. There's a curfew at 8 p.m. in the evening and through 5 a.m. in the morning. And we're, we're to stay home unless, of course, you have to go out for essential activities such as going to the grocery store, the doctor, or uh, getting your car fixed or something like that. Businesses are starting to open up, but, but in these times of we're having to be separate, whatever your situation may be in whatever country you are in, we are still being able to connect and be together. I'm amazed that my uh, faith community has been able to do so many of its services online through Zoom. I guess people are wishing they had taken out stock in Zoom <laughs> many years, you know, a few months ago. Uh, but... It's been a great resource, the internet, to be able to stay connected and, and be in communication with each other. And so many of these things that we thought we had to do in person, in groups, such as birthday parties and weddings and funerals and uh, celebrations of various kinds, as well as church meetings and, and any kind of meeting, we're finding we actually can do them online. We actually can still be together in through the internet. And that has been an amazing gift, at least for me. And I know that I've met many people that I wouldn't have known before, that could not have joined that in-person gathering if we hadn't have had the internet, if we hadn't have been able to be together in, um, in a virtual sense. So let me just stop for a moment and say, um, we're going to be talking about on this show about the situation in today's world. And as an energy worker and as an animal communicator, um, as a biologist, <laughs> and as a person who's recently moved to another country other than the one I was born in, uh, which was the United States, I'm going to be talking about change and talking about what we can do about it, what we can um, how we can make our life better, uh, a little happier, perhaps, hopefully, and a little more certain in these days to come. And then I will also do a meditation at the end of the show, uh, and we'll then sign you off. <laughs> so stay, stay tuned to the end of the show for that meditation. It's usually a, a very, obviously, a very wonderful meditation. I usually start with a quote, and I don't have a quote at the moment, but I do have a prayer. And this is a very short prayer. Um, it's from the Hidden Words of Baha'u'llah. And it goes, O Son of Spirit, my first counsel is this. Have a pure, possess a pure, kindly, and radiant heart, that thine may be a sovereignty ancient, imperishable, and everlasting. So I like this prayer because it talks about what we really need is a radiant heart. We need it to be pure and kind. And that is so needed today in today's society and dealing with this pandemic is really having a heart, being in our heart, you know, having that compassion, having that sense of I want to be in that connected space through my heart with others and be pure and kind to each other. That's so important today. 
I saw a news article today about Italy passing a bill, a law, that says all of the food that would normally go to waste has to be donated to charities. And I thought that was very wonderful, that in these times of need, when people can't afford food, when they really, when food banks and churches and, and welfare uh, is really being taxed, governments are being taxed to help pay for people, their unemployment, etc., and just so they can eat. And it's so necessary, the basics that we need in life to survive, that when there are surpluses such as food waste, uh, from whatever source it may be, that it would have normally gotten thrown away, and it's still good food, that it can actually be donated to those in need. And these are the types of new thinking that we need in this society coming forward. So I want to pose a question to you. What kind of world do you think we're moving towards? What could it look like? How are we going to need to act towards and with each other? So those are big questions, obviously. And they may be on your mind, they may not. <laughs> uh, it's not the, the big question, I think it's not on everyone's mind right at the moment. It's kind of, how do I get through the next day? How do I get through this next week? Is usually what's on people's minds, I think, at this, this time. And yet, as we're being um, put together or connected with new rules of society, you know, stay six feet apart, wear your mask, um, don't cough or sneeze in people's faces, you know, that we're being aware with new rules of a different way of being, what will be the new rules coming forward? And how can we help each other in these times of need? So those are, as I said, big questions, and they apply to not only this present moment, but the future. And with that, I guess I want to open with a, a short meditation. We're still in the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> um, you... I invite you to sit back and just, just get comfortable in your chair or wherever you're listening to this. You could be in your car, but most likely you're probably at home. You're probably in a place where you may not be around other people. You may be by yourself, and that may be new as well. Um, it's interesting, as I said, how we are being called to really go within so I invite you to just be quiet for a moment and be present, be still, take a breath, and just be present, be present. This moment, whatever you're doing, whatever you were thinking about, think about your feet on the floor. Or think about the way you're, the way you feel sitting in the chair. This present moment, not the past, not the future, just now. And I invite you to create a grounding cord, which is simply an energetic connection between your body, the, the last vertebrae of your spine, your first chakra, and the center of the planet. I like to envision a beam, of, a beam of light or maybe a tree trunk 
coming out of the base of my spine, going all the way down to the center of Mother Earth, and really being anchored well into Mother Earth. All right. It brings you into present time. Let all the past and all the future just fall away. Yeah, good job. And you can widen it to the width of your hips if you choose. So you're really sitting on this grounding cord. And take another breath. And know that in this moment, you are okay. You are safe. You are fine. You are present. You may have things going on in your life that you need to take care of, of course. (laughs) But those are not right this moment. Not this moment. Maybe in a minute or two, maybe next hour, maybe tonight. But this moment, you are fine. So in this moment, let's talk about well-being. And let's talk about how it is to just be happy and present in this moment. Be comfortable in this space. If you choose to be in well-being this moment, and not thinking about later on today or tomorrow, then you can achieve balance and harmony. You can achieve a sense of ease, a sense of joy, that kindness that we talked about, a kind and pure heart. You can be present. So take a breath and just be there. Notice how you feel. I invite you to perhaps create a word that resonates with you for this feeling of well-being. It can be (laughs) well-being. It could be some other word that when you say it in the future, you go, oh yeah, right, I remember that feeling. Let me get back to that energy. Let me get back to that feeling. Yeah, good job. So let me tell you a little story. About a month and a half ago, my husband and I left everything we had in the United States, except for that, that we could fit in a suitcase, a couple suitcases, and we some boxes we packed up to later be shipped. Uh, and we moved to Belize, Central America. And we rented this little house that I'm sitting in right this minute, I'm watching the palm trees blow in the wind with a beautiful sunny day. It's, it's kind of hot here. <laughs> it's in the 90s, uh, Fahrenheit degrees here, getting up to over 100 occasionally and sometimes getting down into the mid-80s for the high, which is quite wonderful, and into the 70s at night, which is nice and cool. <laughs> but it's a, it's a very wonderful place. And I've always been attracted to Belize. I did my graduate work here. And I know Pam and I, when we talk about doing some energy work around places you're living and how to make them be a place of well-being, we'll talk about why I came here and what my purpose is. But I just want to paint a picture for you. I'm in a little house, two-bedroom house, that is made of concrete, uh, primarily, which is a good thing because wood 
rots in tropical climates. <laughs> so the concrete stands the test of time. Uh, and it's a beautiful house located to a, next to a cow pasture where the cows do their parades every morning to the pasture next door. And then they come back in in the evening to the other pasture. And there's a couple of horses, a mama horse and her baby, that follow them. And that's beautiful. We have birds, we have parrots, we have doves, we have vultures, we have some bats at night and the beautiful stars in the, in the sky. And it's really this beautiful, idyllic place. There's also the other creatures that live here with us, <laughs> which I'm learning to love. And I, I want to spend more time with Pam next week, uh, next time we have the show, talking about this how to learn to live with those things you don't really like, <laughs> or how to learn to love those things you may have not liked before, such as army ants and wasps and scorpions. Um, and a scorpion that just bit my dog last week. Uh, it was very scary. So things like that, that also, you know, the obstacles in life, the challenges in life, that we don't always ask for, and yet we do always ask for them. And this is really the point I want to make, is whatever your energy is, is what you are attracting to you. And of course, I'm sure this audience, uh, you are very well aware of the Law of Attraction and of the movie The Secret, the book The Secret, that came out probably 20 years ago, actually, a long time ago talking about what we put our attention on is what we bring into our space. So I'm bringing this to your awareness in that I'm sitting in a very beautiful place, a very lovely environment. And I can choose to be in that well-being, in that joy, in that present moment. I can also choose to listen to the news or Facebook or um, the mass fear that's out there in the world and be in that energy. And so what do you choose? Uh, this is really a key point here in the way that we are dealing with the world and the way that each of us deal with our own lives moving forward. So just to give you an example, um, I knew that we were going to be moving to Belize a year ago. Well, I knew actually many years ago I'd be moving to Belize. I had a dream, a dream that I was going to be doing that. And it's very important, I will say, that when you dream something, when you envision something, that you keep it in your mind, that you keep bringing it up, that you keep it in the forefront, because dreams are lost when they're forgotten. So that's the first thing I want to bring to our attention is that to have a dream materialize, it has to be continually thought of, continually energized, continually made aware. So take a breath and think about what dream you may have that you want to bring forward in your life. It could be as simple as, well, I lost my job a couple of months ago because of this virus and I need a new job. And, and you notice how I said that, I need a new job. 
So I invite you to not need what you want to put your attention on and dream and manifest. Because if you need it, that means you have the energy of, I must have it, and if I don't have it, I'm not okay. And that's really important because to manifest something, it has to be in balance. And the balance of it's okay to not have it, just as it's okay to have it. So what I mean by this is, let me give you a short example, not just moving to Belize here and how I manifested that. But for example, a few years ago, I decided I wanted a new car. Now, I didn't need a new car, but hey, you know, my car's getting old. It's about 10 years old. It served its purpose. It's time for a new car. So what happened is I did a meditation of hmm, what kind of new car would I want? And I kind of figured that out. Then I actually went and test, gro- test drove a few new cars of that model, that, you know, the, the make and model I wanted. I put it out there that, yeah, this would be great. And in fact, I manifested at one point, because I've done this several times with cars, <laughs> one car manifested that it needed, it had a recall on its airbag. And so it had to go back to the shop to get that part replaced, but they didn't have the part in. So they gave me a new car to drive as a rental when the, until the part came in and they were able to fix my old car. And in fact, it took a few months for that to happen. So for a few months, I was actually driving a new car that wasn't my own, that was free because it was paid by the company that was under the recall of my old car. And so I had it out there that I wanted this particular make and model of a, of a car. It wasn't what I was driving with the new rental car, but I knew that I wanted this, this particular car. And the very day that they got my old car fixed with the recalled part uh, changed out, the very make and model of the car I was looking for came into that same dealership. And... I said, oh, look, they finally got my car in, the brand new car. It's not brand new. It's got 5,000 miles on it. It was a dealer um, demo that they were lending out to people. And so I went to pick up my old car, and I said, well, let me see this car you have on the lot that you just got in, and I think I might want to buy it and trade in my old car. And sure enough, it was perfect. It was the right price. It had all the the different bells and whistles I wanted on it. <laughs> and so instead of walking away with my new, my old car repaired, I walked away with my new car of the, exactly what I wanted. So when you keep in mind that which you want, then the universe will give it to you. It's, it's the law of attraction. So now in this world, I bring you back to the big question that I start open the shore with, is what kind of world do we want to create? What kind of world, what are the rules and the, the feelings, the qualities of the world that we're moving into after this pandemic? Or after the various, I'll say, catastrophes that may happen on the planet in the future? Because clearly this coronavirus is not the last thing that's going to happen to humanity to wake us up. There is climate change to deal with. 
there are lots of political wars going on and, and um, people in need all over the planet. There are things to balance and to right um, if the wrongs, quote-unquote, if you will, around the world. There are many things to solve and to change. And it's a great time of change and opportunity. And I'm not saying that we are... I'm not posing the solutions here. I'm pointing out that this is a time of opportunity. This is a time of a reboot, if you will, to the system. A time of bringing in that kindness and that pure heart, that radiant heart, that radiant energy of love that we can put to the forefront into our new world. How can we be together even though we're separate? So think about what dream you want to create, both your individual dream and the dream of society. And I invite you to, in your mind and or on paper, if you want to take the time and pause the recording, for example, or if you choose, and go get a sheet of paper, to draw out that vision. And it can be in a picture, it can be with words, it can, you can create a poem or a song, you can simply talk it out if you want to record it. What is it that you are wanting, like the car that I put forth? I didn't know how I was going to get the car. I didn't know what, how the universe was going to bring it to me, but I did know what I wanted. And that's very important. I wanted that or better, you know, something that I couldn't mess, maybe figure out all the details, but even better for me maybe than I had envisioned, but certainly up to the point that I had envisioned. So think about that individual personal dream that you want to create and draw it out, first of all. And by drawing it out, it helps put it in a solid form, and energetically, you can do this as well. So I invite you to, just like if you have a drafting table in front of you, you're going to take the pieces of that dream, the pieces of that puzzle, and put it down on the paper, on that drafting table. And this is we're going to do this exercise with just you for the moment, and then we'll think about the world in general, the world after, I'll say, COVID-19, um, or the world that we're moving towards. So first of all, your drafting table, the table in front of you, what are the pieces of this particular dream that you want to create? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? So for example, back to the car, I knew I wanted this particular make and model, so I wrote down that make and model. That's what I wanted. I knew that I wanted it to be a color of car, the paint color, that I could find in a parking lot. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I didn't want a white, black, gray, or silver. I wanted something like a blue or red or green or yellow or something I could find easily in a parking lot. Okay, I mean, that's kind of silly, but that's what I wanted. I wanted it to be a certain price. I wanted it to have, you know, leather seats and a Bose radio sound system. 
a good radio sound system, MP3 player, uh, Bluetooth capability, sunroof, you know, all these different components to that car have a certain num number of miles on it, a certain age, certain number of years, uh, preferably just, you know, one or two. So, so think about the components of your dream, whether it be a job, a new house, a relationship, um, a creative project that you're doing. What might it look like? What are some of those pieces? And I invite you to write those pieces down. Maybe you want to do a radio show. What would its title be? What would the subject be? Who would your audience be? What would you have fun talking about? What makes you happy? <laughs> and, and do put that in. What makes you happy in this creative endeavor, this dream that you're putting out? Because the dream is to make you happy. You know, life is about being happy and enjoy. It is about enjoying life. Well, there you go. We're supposed to be in joy. You are here on the planet to be of service, and you're here on the planet to enjoy life. It's important. So take a breath and write down these pieces, a few at a time. Some may come to you in the future. Some more of them. How many do you have? Five, six, ten? One or two? I invite you to expand on that dream and to allow your subconscious to allow over time, over the next few hours, over a sleep at night, over the next few days or weeks, to really build on this dream. Now, dreams can manifest instantly, and I mean instantly, like within minutes or within hours, you can have this fulfilled. You really can. And I invite you, if that's not your choice, or if you decide you want to give it a little more time to, I'll say, perfect it, <laughs> or to um, add more meat, if you will, to the dream, more to fill it out a little more thoroughly, then give it some, some days or weeks if you choose. Or not. It's up to you. You can say to the universe, I want this now. I'm ready for it now. Now, one thing that has to go in this paper and on this, this drafting table, if you will, is your emotions also. Not only the specifics, you know, like what kind of car I wanted, but how would I feel driving this car? How would I feel? And you see, I got to practice with it because I got to rental a car that made me feel really happy. I was driving a new car. I know what it feels like to drive a new car, even if it's new for me, if it's a few years old. But it's new for me. So how would this project, this dream, this new job, new relationship, new location, how would this feel for you? It's really important. Write down those feelings. And one of them must be happy. <laughs> you must have happiness. And, and, you know, if you choose not to write happy down there, that's fine too. 
I just know for me, happiness is really a key point. Because amusement dispels fear. And so let's talk about this for just a minute. One of the things that can derail a dream is fear. Fear that it won't come true. Fear that it won't happen. Fear that maybe I'm not deserving it. Fear that I don't have enough money to to receive it. Fear that people don't like me. Uh, Fear that you know, something's going to happen in the world and it, it, um, the company will go out of business. Fear. And right now, the world is in mass fear for various reasons. And one of them, of course, being the pandemic. So know that the energy of fear is pretty heavy on the planet right now. And so fear, if we choose to be in fear... It can really derail a dream, or it can at least take the um, it can take the punch out of making it happen. So I invite you to let go of the fear, to let go of the fear of of doubt, the fear of not deserving. Uh, all of the limitations that fear causes. And really, that's what it is. Any limitation is really based on fear. And the energy of amusement, the energy of happiness, dispels fear. Because you can't feel amused (laughs) and laugh and be fearful at the same time. So I invite you to realize that happiness and amusement, even if you're in these straits of oh my gosh, I'm amused that my dog just got stung by a scorpion. I had to be amused with that. I, you know, I was very shocked and I was very uh, mother bear-like and taking care of him and calling the vet and dealing with the emergency to basically save his life. And that fear that was there, I had to also be amused that I helped create that, that he was a co-creator in that as well. Because one of my fears to moving to Belize was being stung by a scorpion or having my dog stung by a scorpion. So my attention and my fear was on that. And I created that. (laughs) So I had to be amused with that, I have to say. And amusement helps dispel the fear. So thank you, dog. Thank you, Gail. Thank you, scorpion, for helping all of that come about. It just is pretty amusing. What a great creator I am. And you are too. This is the point. Your fear helps create. Your amusement helps create. Which do you choose? That's the key. Do we each choose to be in fear and create our fears? Or do we choose to be in well-being and joy and happiness and create our joy and our well-being and our happiness. So let's go back to the drafting table and take a moment and look at what you've written there. Look at what you've thought. Even if you haven't written it down, look at what you've sort of put in a bubble in your mind, if you will. Uh, And, oh yeah, I like this. I like this car. It's this color. It's this price. It has these qualities, these... um, these attributes, it has these items in it. This is what it would look like. 
This is what it would feel like. Yeah, take a look at that. Good job. Now, go back to the fear for a moment and just acknowledge what limitations do you have in this dream or for this dream to manifest. And that's what we were just talking about. I'm not deserving it. I don't have enough money. The company is going to fold. It, do, it doesn't have money to pay me, blah, blah, blah. Whatever those blah, blah, blahs are. <laughs> and I invite you to write those down too. Because we're going to get rid of them. We're going to let them go. But they have to be acknowledged as well. They have to be said hello to, if you will. So say hello to the fear. And again, have some amusement. <laughs> oh, look, I have that limitation from when I was in third grade. And the teacher said, hey, Gail, you don't sing very well. You know, you, did, you missed that note in the, in the song. So you don't sing very well. And so I may have thought, oh, I don't have a good voice. I can't sing for the next 30 years. <laughs> you know, when it was really just the third grade teacher that told me that. And maybe it was just I had a, you know, I didn't do well in that song. But hey, I can sing. So it's some limitation that we've taken on as truth over the years. So I invite you to be in amusement. And one by one, we're going to use a tool, an energy tool, to let go of those limitations. So first of all, if you've written this all down on a, a piece of paper, on a drafting table, or a just a table, put a big circle around it all. And this is your bubble. This is your creation bubble. And if you have not written it down, just imagine this big bubble, this kind of balloon in front of you, and put it all inside of that bubble energetically. And so we're going to put a grounding cord on that bubble, just a line, like the string on a balloon. So pretend you're holding a balloon or look at your paper and, you know, draw a string on that, that bubble that you just drew around your creation. And this string is the grounding cord, just like the meditation we just have. It goes from, the, from this vision, this dream, down to the center of the planet, down to Mother Earth, anchors into her a beam of light, maybe is the string or a tree trunk, and the tree is your vision. And allow those limitations to be ground off, to go from that tree, from that vision, from that bubble, that balloon, to drain out down the grounding cord, to flow into Mother Earth, that fear of, I don't have enough, I'm not deserving, the company can't pay, um, I don't need it. <laughs> it's something I don't, I can't have right now. Whatever the limitation is, people wouldn't like me if I had this. They'd feel I'm not worthy. Whatever these limitations are, let them flow down the grounding cord into Mother Earth to be recycled, to be brought into new energy new life, the Mother Earth can use that energy for good in the future. Just ground it off from your vision and allow it to be bright. Allow your vision to shine with a beautiful light and let these limitations go. 
Let the fear grow. And again, be an amusement. Wow, look at all the limitations I had to this, to having this dream, to having it happen, to having that new house, that new relationship, that, that healthy body, that, that new job, that raise, that paying my rent next week, whatever it might be. And take a breath and honor yourself as a creator. Honor yourself as a powerful being. Here on the planet Earth, you are this amazing spirit, this spiritual being here playing these roles here on the planet. Because that's really what you're doing. You're cho- you've chose to be here at this time, at this time on the Earth. You're choosing to use your powers of creation, your powers of observation, your awareness, your joy, your happiness, your amusement. So take a breath. Good job. All right, now what's left is your creation. What's left are all these wonderful details of the car, the job, the relationship, the new house, the whatever it is. Um, Take a look at it, the feelings. And I invite you to feel the feelings. It's very much like where the Native American, the Indian, says, I'm going to go do the rain dance. And he or she does the rain dance. And during the rain dance, they don't ask for rain. They feel the rain. They feel the drops on their faces. They feel the drops on the water at their feet. They dance in the rain. They feel the wetness on their bodies the smell of water in the air, the clouds overhead, the thunder, the crashing, the lightning. They feel the rain. And then they stop the dance and they walk away with the sun shining in the drought. And they walk away knowing the rain is coming. And it rains. So the same thing with you with that beautiful dream you have that you visualized. Feel it. Drive that new car. (laughs) Be behind the steering wheel. Feel the smell and uh, smell the smell. Feel the leather. Listen to the radio. Drive on the roads. Get to where you're going. Park it in your driveway and in your carport, in your garage. Get out. Turn off the key, you know, the quick, the, the, the key on the car shut and walk into your house with the keys in your pocket. It's yours. It's yours. Own it. Feel it. It's yours. It's part of your life today, right now, this present moment. Good job. Yes. Well-being, joy, happiness, amusement. (laughs) Take a breath. You are here to create a better world for you and everyone on the planet. You're here to learn your lessons you came to learn. You're here to 100% serve yourself and do things for you that make you happy, that bring you joy. 
And you're here 100% to serve others, to help them be happy, and to create a better, kinder, more pure and radiant world that we live in. You can do this. You are doing it. You are that divine spark of light. So I invite you to see this beautiful energy, say hello to the energy to, of the universe, to say hello to the creator, all that is, and say, this is my dream. This is my vision. This is what I want. This is what I own and have. Here, take it and manifest it in physical form. You've removed the limitations. You've felt the feelings. You now give it up to the universe. Imagine your balloon floating off into the sky. Imagine that vision being made into pure, beautiful light and going off into the, the light of the Creator. See it filled with this beautiful golden light, golden white light, and send it off to the universe, much like you send your order in a restaurant off to the waiter, and the waiter takes it back to the chef, and the chef prepares your meal, and the waiter brings it back to you to eat. So know that you've sent it off now to the universe. The waiter has gotten your order, <laughs> and it's now being prepared by the chef of the sky, the chef of the universe. And you will receive that vision and that dream. Congratulations. Good job. So going forward, going forward in life, this is the way that I suggest, that I know for me has been successful, to create an amazing new world of well-being. And we are at these crosswords of, of humanity, of, of the fifth dimension, the, this amazing world of change. And of course, change is the only constant in the universe. Change, changes are good, even when they seem disastrous at first. <laughs> they do bring opportunity and well-being for new ways, for new ways, to let the old ways morph into something better. Because humanity has a lots has lots of opportunities, lots of things that need to be made into a better, a better way, a way that is more unifying, a way that is kinder, a way that is more equalizing, a way that allows everyone to be their individual creator, a way of peace, a way that combines the head and the heart, because for many eons, we've been in our heart. We've been in this very scientific... I mean, I'm sorry, we've been in our head. <laughs> we've been in this very scientific, this very mental state of being, which is needed. It's not a bad thing. It actually provides a way to, to design, to work with the way the universe works, nature works, it's very mathematical, which is the way the world works. It's very linear. And yet, the world also works in a very spiritual way. It works in a very curving way, a very 
circular way, with cycles, and a very feminine way. And we're to bring that into balance. We're to bring that into a state of, of harmony and grace, of balance and ease, like at the, the seesaw, where when you have a partner, you can both sit on there and you're in balance. But one person gets off and, and it drops down, your side drops down, and you're not at that even playing field, you're not in balance. The world is calling, Mother Earth is calling for balance in the way we use our resources, in the way we grow our foods, in the way we pay for our, our well-being, in the way we use our finances, money, uh, in everything, in our health care, in what's important. We're finding that each other is important, and we're learning how to stay connected through our hearts and through the Internet, even though we're forced by convention and agreement, and that's a whole other thing to talk about is agreements, but in our conventions and our agreements, to stay separate and to learn how to deal with pandemics, deal with something that affects us all, which is actually everything affects all of us. That's the butterfly effect. You know, and that's what Martin Luther said, is what affects one person affects all. And I cannot be in that state of peace and well-being until everyone is. I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, he's got a better quote, a better way of saying it. (laughs) But it's true that we really are all connected, as you know. So I thank you for going through that exercise today on the Peace Brain Show. We're going to have a meditation in just a minute, a closing meditation, a Peace Brain meditation. But I thank you for taking the time to, to think about what your dream is, to think about what one thing is you want to create in your life and to practice consciously to practice it because it's very important that we each consciously create not just by happenstance not by what others want us to create not by accident but consciously create and then we can create a better world because when you and each of us sit in well-being, then the world is in well-being. Then we will do for each other what we've done for ourselves. It's the golden rule. It's the way of the worlds. When we can make peace in our own house, we make peace in the mother house. We make peace in the world. So, If you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, tourismforpeace.com. And again, this is Dr. Gail Lash. I want to bring us into a a meditation for the last five minutes of the show. And I know we've done a lot of meditation through this and a lot of energy work. But I want to take this to a new level for a moment. So I invite you to, again, go back into that heart space that beautiful heart space that we talked about at the beginning of the show, that radiant and pure heart that the prayer was talking about. 
about possessing a pure, kindly, and radiant heart. So I invite you to go into your beautiful, sacred heart. This is a holy place. This is a place that is just a little behind your actual physical heart in your physical body. It's an energetic place. It's where you as a creator resides. It's where your soul resides, where your connection to all that is, to God, Goddess, all that is, resides. I invite you to go into this beautiful sanctuary and see the beautiful crystals that are there. See the crystalline halls. See the beautiful pink radiant light. See the special holy place that exists where you talk to the Creator. This is where you send your prayers. This is where your prayers are answered. This is where the answers lie, where your questions are asked. This is where your wonderful, beautiful crystal table sits with crystal chairs around it that you can then sit and invite others to join you, whether there be physical people on this physical plane of existence, that you can have a heartfelt energetic meeting with and conversation with in your heart, or whether it be a master, a teacher, an angel, or a guardian angel, or perhaps one of the beautiful manifestations of the Creator, Jesus, Yeshua, Buddha, whether it be Zoroaster, or Muhammad, or Baha'u'llah, you can invite them to join you at this crystal table to be in conversation with you, to answer your prayers and questions, to have an amazing consultation, to create together, to co-create not only these dreams we've talked about and that you wrote down and that you envisioned, but also what kind of world do we want to move into? What specifically do you need for yourself? And when I say need, do you want to bring into being to bring about that balance and harmony and grace and peace into your life? The qualities for yourself, the love that you want to feel. So invite these angels these guardians, these people into your heart and have a conversation and create, just as you did a moment ago, a specific thing. Create anew your life going forward, your life today, your life in this world. It is so possible. It is so real. It is so blessed. It is so much within your power to do this. So take a breath, and as you sit at this beautiful table, bring yourself back into awareness that you also sit at a table in front of you, perhaps, or just in a chair in a room, that this 
this table in your heart, this sanctuary in your heart, this crystalline beauty, beauty and pink, beautiful, radiant light is always there. No matter where you are in your physical space, where your body is in physical space in this world, you have access to this heart sanctuary, this pure and radiant heart. And I invite you to be that radiant heart, to be that beautiful light that shines out, not only into your physical body, to the room you're sitting in, but to the world around you. So that you bring this love, this grace, this balance into your world. Thank you for tuning into the Peace Brain Show today. I so appreciate it, and I so appreciate you. Again, this is Dr. Gail Lash at tourismforpeace.com. Many, many blessings. Blessings from Belize in Central America, wherever you happen to be in the world. And we'll talk next time. Have a beautiful day and create a beautiful world. Bye-bye. Blessings. Thank you for joining us on the Peace Brain Show. You can find us at tourismforpeace.com. Be sure to check out Dr. Gale's Akashic Records readings, her peace master plans for your business or organization, and her book, Hashtag Opt for Peace, Nine Essential Steps to Achieving Peace, Power, and Prosperity. Tune in to BBS Radio, Station One, every other Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern to the Peace Brain Show for your installment of wonder, inspiration, and practical peace.